You're listening to Ottawa at Work on News Talk 580 CFRA. 10.07 on News Talk 580 CFRA. Patricia Bull in with you on this Monday morning. Gorgeous sunshine out there looking like a high of 23 today. We kind of go back and forth through the week. We have showers tomorrow and then it looks really nice on Wednesday. Again, showers on Thursday. Nice on Friday. The reason I know that is because I'm trying to figure out a day to play pickleball. A day when four people are available and the weather looks decent. Very tough to make happen sometimes with everyone's busy, crazy schedules because everyone is so busy. And half the time, we don't know what our schedule is. The workplace environment, certainly the the whole work-life balance thing has really gone through a massive upheaval in the last couple of years, partly because so many people are working from home. It has changed the boundaries in a big way. Um, how we sort of define our work life and our home life. And sometimes both of those take place around the dining room table. So it makes it even more confusing uh, as we come up to 10.08 here. We have Lira Samviro on the line with us um, about this new law that is is so interesting here in Ontario. It sounds great at face value. Ontario's right to disconnect law, uh, Lior, which means what exactly? Well, Patricia, it, it certainly sounds good. Let's be very clear. And, and I think it's trying to address a real need, a real concern. There's been tremendous burnout, no doubt, for many people, especially over the past couple of years with COVID and, and trying to deal with that and family and work. And for a lot of people, working remotely is added to the stress because really we're always at work. So I certainly think the problem that this law tries to solve is a real one and certainly an important one to address. But the real question, of course, is does it address it and does it do, do so properly? Well, here's the, how this law works. Really, all this law requires is for employers that have more than 25 employees to have a policy with respect to disconnecting from work. Mm-hmm. And, and that is very, a very general statement. There is no requirement as to what this, poli- what this policy should say, what it shouldn't say, and actually what rights of employees are. really. So, so the law doesn't policy, say yeah. your, your employer cannot email you after 8 o'clock at night, or if your employer does email you in off hours that are not your scheduled work hours, you have no uh, obligation to reply to that email. It doesn't spell things out that way. An employer can certainly have a policy that says that, but there's no requirements that they do. An employer can simply have a policy that says, uh, well, we, we uh, encourage you to take time and, and uh, not to work off hours. That would meet the policy, and there would be no other requirement. So really, it doesn't have any teeth, and there's really no mechanism to force employers to do anything other than ticking the box and having that policy. So I think there's a real missed opportunity here. Here's the thing that, that I find incredibly draining, and I think most people in most professions are probably in a fairly similar situation, you know, unless maybe in certain jobs, maybe your retail or service industry, maybe it doesn't come into play, but it's it's the email and the amount of email. And we we all have work email accounts and, and personal accounts as well. But certainly in, in our profession, we have email that's coming in from your coworkers, from your employers, but we also have viewer and listener emails that come in in a variety of ways and we're accessible, you know, on, on Facebook and Instagram. And you just feel like you are constantly, constantly going through lists and lists of email and never, ever feeling like you're caught up. And I don't know whether there's a a legislated solution to that or something else, a mindset solution, but it feels like you're inundated 100% 
of the time unless you actually take a week's vacation and actually give yourself permission to not look at that email and to miss email or to send out the the you know the answer the reply that says you know I'm not available for several days or whatever that you're just always sort of under that and I don't think employees used to face that right absolutely in, in an age of, of these communications that we have and we all have this this beautiful device called a smartphone, so it's almost expected that if I send you an email, that you'll receive it. So if I'm thinking, if you've received it, why aren't you answering me back? So there's that expectation here. But from, from a, what the law can do, I think you touched on one point, is with respect to vacation. There are ways to provide people with more vacation time, so you have more of that time to, to recharge your batteries. I think that's a, a certainly a good idea. Another way is to make, to, to make it costly for employers that have expectations from their employees to connect off hours in terms of uh, ensuring additional overtime hours or overtime pay. If you do it that way, see how fast employers scale back and implement real policies that allow employees to disconnect. I think as things stand right now, uh, Patricia, I, I don't know that we're going to see much of a change here at all. And for many employees, I think th they're reaching a point of, of burnout for sure. Do the the type of calls that you get has it changed since so many more of us started working from home? Has that uh, created different situations that you're actually seeing in your office? Or well, I certainly have seen a lot of individuals have to take time off work or even extended time off because of workplace stress and anxiety. Uh, even though that's always been something that's happened, I, to, to the extent that I've seen it over the past couple of years, uh, that, that that is really a, a big issue. And oftentimes, these individuals are at the point where it's impacting everything else in their lives, their, their health, their well-being, they're on medication. Uh, and in theory, we would have thought maybe, you know, working from home would have been better, would have reduced the stress. But I think a lot of individuals are finding the, the opposite is true. So, again, there's a real issue, and there's a cost to employers, of course, when the employees go off on these indefinite leaves. Uh, so it's bad for employers and employees. And it would have been nice if there was some intervention there from a provincial government, I think the, the certainly their heart and intentions was in the right place. I think the problem was in the execution. So, I mean, I guess it's a good first step, maybe, if it doesn't stop there. So the new rules in Ontario apply to all employees, including managers and executives. Company policies must clearly outline expectations, if any, about communicating outside of working hours. It applies to all Ontario employers with 25 or more employees on January 1st, 2022. Of course, this came into effect on June 2nd, and they have to have their policy in effect um, by, they they have to have the policy in effect, I guess, it, the law, wait, January 1st, 2023 is when this would apply, and they have to write their, their whatever, their legislation, their own company legislation policy by March, right? So next next year is when it will really have some impact if it's going to. Correct, and I think th there's an opportunity for the government by way of regulation to stipulate what this policy has to do and say, and actually what rights of our employees are. But to simply say, have a policy, the policy could be, you don't have the right to disconnect. Believe it or not, that would not contravene this new law as it currently stands. Hmm. So uh, employers are, are, are taking it seriously for the most part. They are creating these policies. I, the other issue that I see, of course, with a, a vague policy is an employee may say, okay, I have the right to disconnect, but is my friend uh, across the hall disconnecting? And if he's not and he's responding, is he going to be uh, seen as a better employee? Is he going to be promoted before me? And that's certainly another concern. And I think we need to have employer accountability here rather than leave it to the employee to try to enforce their rights.
And I think that is a tough part because I think some people sort of thrive on constantly being on the wheel and, and in the loop and, and are responding constantly to work email, whether that's having, you know, whether that's helpful for anyone or not. But yeah, you do wonder, you do tend to compare yourself to other people and wonder if that is all being uh, considered by the bosses. And certainly if there's no protection in the policy that's written or in the legislation that's offered up by the government, then that would continue to be a concern for a lot of employees. It certainly will, and I hope, that, to your point, that this is not the end of this discussion or even the end of this law, that we're going to see the law develop, and that this was really the first step. We've opened the uh, the gate, so to speak, and now we're going to have to have some additional law to provide actual, concrete, enforceable rights for employees that, that they can uh, see and feel and, and use. And if that happens, I think it's going to make a better workplace for employees and employers. As much as this may fall short of its intended goal, it is unique, is it not? Is Ontario the only province that has gone this far? It is the only province. There's been some countries in in Europe, uh, France being the the chief among them, uh, that have uh, implemented uh, various levels of laws. And several other provinces have said that they're looking and considering it. I do think they will follow suit. Uh, I I would be very surprised if within a couple of years we don't have some better uh, and and more consistent laws across Canada that address this real issue of people needing to disconnect, needing time off so that they can be productive and, and healthy employees. Lior Samfiro is the national co-managing partner at Samfiro Tmurkin LLP and host of the Employment Law Show on CFRA. So if you have more questions on this, you're thinking about this, there is an opportunity to speak more directly with him. Thank you so much for your time and input on it. Thank you, Patricia. Uh, I'll email you all through the night to ask you my other questions. I'll answer. Okay. <laughs> Take good care. 1016 here on News Talk 580 CFRA. Patricia Bowl in with you on this Monday morning for this edition of 